Hello to you and welcome to Coin Market Recap on Tuesday, the 24th of May. I'm Connor Sefton and we're back with your easy to understand look at the day's top crypto stories. Coming up on today's show, the head of the International Monetary Fund makes a surprising statement about crypto at the World Economic Forum in Davos. A lunar investor is arrested after traveling to Do Kwon's home to confront him about Terra's collapse. Pharma bro Martin Shrelly is getting involved in crypto after being released from prison early, and he's already causing controversy. And a new report from the Federal Reserve reveals why people who invest in digital assets are very different from those who use crypto to buy things. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and you can follow me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. It's great to be back with you. I hope you're doing well. And it's really reassuring to see there wasn't much news while I was gone. Well, apart from Elon Musk trying to pull the plug on his deal to buy Twitter, Coinbase being forced to deny it's at risk of bankruptcy, Bitcoin dipping to $26,000, Terra halting its blockchain, Luna falling under one cent, Beeple's Twitter being hacked, and Vitalik Buterin no longer being a billionaire. As things stand, Bitcoin remains on shaky ground and it's trading at $29,300 at the time we're recording this after a dip below $30,000 on Monday night. The world's biggest cryptocurrency is bouncing around in a pretty tight range for now, meaning we're all waiting to see whether Bitcoin's next big move will be upwards or downwards. One thing that has surprised me is that there are now three stablecoins among the 10 biggest cryptocurrencies by market cap, Tether, USD coin, and Binance USD, as altcoins fall down the rankings after bruising losses. Cardano, Solana, Polkadot, and Avalanche are among the tokens that have all lost more than 10% of their value over the past week. And the market turmoil means XRP has nudged up the rankings too. Terra has well and truly hit rock bottom over the past week, hasn't it? The UST stablecoin is now trading at just six cents after tens of billions of dollars was wiped from its market cap. And I can't believe what's happened to Luna, now worth 0.0001617 cents after Terra's blockchain was halted. Well, after his recovery plan failed, Terra's co-founder, Do Kwon, seems like he's determined to start rebuilding his doomed project. A governance proposal is being voted on that would rename the current network Terra Classic, with a new blockchain rising from the ashes. Luna would also become Luna Classic, with a brand new altcoin being airdropped to current investors. With one day to go until votes close, 66% have voted in favour of a new blockchain being created, with 21.5% abstaining and just 0.35% saying no. A further 12% have chosen the no with veto option, and if 33% voted this way, the proposal would be stopped from going any further. But with 77% of votes now cast, it's mathematically impossible for this proposal to be vetoed, meaning the creation of a new blockchain is set to go ahead. 
A crypto influencer who lost millions after Terra crashed has been arrested for attempting to confront Do Kwon at his home in South Korea. The streamer, known only as Chances, told the BBC that he felt like he was going to die after $2.4 million of his savings was wiped out. Chances found out where Kwon lived online, but when he visited the property, the crypto executive's wife answered the door. The police then turned up and he was arrested. Chances is probably going to be slapped with a fine and a criminal record, which may affect his ability to return to his old career in the civil service. He believes the founders of cryptocurrencies aren't being held accountable for their actions and described Terra's ecosystem as a scam. The International Monetary Fund's managing director said the world shouldn't be deterred from embracing cryptocurrencies, even after the dramatic collapse of the Terra ecosystem. Kristalina Georgieva made the surprising statement at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Let's take a listen. I would beg you not to pull out of the importance of this world. It offers us all faster service, much lower cost, and more inclusion. But only if we separate apples from oranges and bananas. Here's the problem. She didn't exactly make clear which digital assets she thinks are apples and which are the oranges and bananas. Her point was this. Not all cryptocurrencies should be treated the same. And stable coins can be a good thing if they're properly backed by assets held in reserve. If they're not, like UST, there's a risk they can blow up in your face. Georgieva's still cautious about Bitcoin being treated as an everyday currency. And when it comes to making BTC legal tender, her message was this. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. When we say I always get upset and then I get occasional hate tweets, when I say that Bitcoin may be called coin, but it's not money. Why? Because a prerequisite for something to be money is to be a stable store of value. So you actually can plan around it. She was speaking during a panel on central bank digital currencies. And while she has praised the private sector for bursting with innovation, she said regulators still have a crucial role. The Federal Reserve has dropped an interesting report about the types of Americans who buy cryptocurrencies and why. It reveals consumers who use crypto as a payment method are far more likely to lack old-fashioned bank accounts and credit cards. This ultimately suggests that digital assets are reaching an audience that traditional financial institutions are failing to help. 46% of those who hold crypto as an investment have an income of more than $100,000, and 99% had a bank account. But nearly 60% of adults who use digital assets to make a purchase have an annual income below $50,000, exposing a big divide. Overall, the Fed's figures reveal that 12% of American adults held or used crypto in 2021. And finally today, do you remember Martin Shrelly? 
He became known as PharmaBro after his company bought a life-saving drug used to treat AIDS, malaria and cancer and then increased its price by more than 5,000%. This meant patients who were paying $13.50 per tablet ended up being confronted with a price of $750. Shrelly was jailed for securities fraud but has now been released from prison early. And after being banned from ever working in pharma again, it seems he's now turning his attention to crypto. On a Twitter Spaces over the weekend, he revealed that he had started using Uniswap in prison, and on Monday he described Vitalik Buterin as brilliant but full of shit. While some on crypto Twitter have praised Shrelly for his knowledge on digital assets, others have warned that his arrival in this industry will set a new low for the public perception of crypto. Well, at the time we're recording this, Shrelly's new account appears to have been suspended, meaning he might not be popping up on other Twitter spaces anytime soon. Well, that's it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you like what you hear. You can keep up to date with all the latest crypto news and much more at coinmarketcap.com forward slash Alexandria. And subscribe to our newsletter to get all of the day's top stories direct to your inbox. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye for now. Hold up. 